Welcome to Heart Health Radio with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefall. Heart Health Radio, Heart Health Radio, oh, 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 hearthealthradio.com, Heart Health Radio. Heart Health Radio is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action, talk to your doctor. You can get better, stay healthy, and spot medical misinformation by listening to Heart Health Radio. I'm Dave Alexander. This is Dr. Franklin Weefold. Hello, sir. Hello. We are on Facebook Live. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but you know, we'll try. It's funny because we're setting up Facebook Live, and he's doing it with his regular phone, and I, I think we've made people nauseous. Anybody who's tuned in early... No, I didn't turn it on. You didn't turn it on. We he's on. shaking around the phone, trying to get Dave in the picture, and then trying to get me. All right. So we're going to talk about medicine today. We are. We're going to talk about heart failure on the rise among certain demographics, but really, medical problems are on the rise with almost everybody. There is a question about mandatory vaccination. Is honey good for you? My wife and I think that it is. Hi, honey. I th- I'm just. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Would you like a little honey? Yeah, we think it's healthy for you, but is it chemically and, and medically healthy for you? We're going to start, though, talking to Chris from Stella, North Carolina. Stella! And and <laughs> Chris is listening on Talk 96.3 and 103.7 in Onslow County. How you doing, Chris? Doing good. I, Welcome. Y- you heard us talking the other week about people getting COVID-19 in different places, and you have a buddy who works in a prison. What did he tell you? No, he's in. He, he's, he's an inmate. He said at Newport there was oh. up to seventy-eight cases. Seventy-eight cases. And what are the conditions yeah. within the prison, Christopher? Uh, there's, there's really not much room because um, if you sit on your bunk, you can reach over to another bunk. So it's like maybe four feet between the bunks, right? And there's and there's really no way to uh, social distancing because you know some camps don't have air conditioning, some do, and the ones that have air conditioning, I think it just spreads right through the prison because of the. I'm going to ask Doctor Weefold about this, Chris. Do you uh, hold on, uh, Doctor Weefold? Four feet between. I mean, uh, this bunks. is the problem. Okay, the problem are our jails and prisons are way overcrowded, and you know what's the solution? Well, in New York, it was to let them out. 8,000 prisoners let out. Yeah. And you try to prevent COVID, and what's happening now in New York, and I'm not sure all of this is due to the fact they let some of the – they let some violent ones out. Yeah. So the answer, I, I just don't know. I mean, maybe uh, – can they get some way to get tents or something like that? Or I don't know. And I, I'm not a, I'm not a, a prison expert. But, you know, they're even now trying to get the statistics down and saying, don't get a COVID test, Mr. Prisoner, because we don't want our statistics to go up. Chris, has your buddy gotten a COVID test? Uh, yes, he's, he's good to go. He's good to go. Yeah, but it, now he's good to go. Yeah. You know, and now are they giving masks? Are worried. they giving hand sanitizers? Chris, Chris, are they doing hand sanitizers and masks? They're probably not doing the hand sanitizer because they'll, they'll, they'll try to drink the alcohol. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's terrible. And, and you know, I have solutions to all sorts of problems. I don't have a solution to this problem. Yeah. Do you, Dave? No, not really. 
Not really. I, I think that if you're a violent offender, uh, the community has decided that you need to be between, you know, offense needs to be between you and the rest of us. Right. But if you're not yeah. violent and if you can get by. Right. I mean, suppose you're in for possession of marijuana. I think they should be excused from prison. Yeah. Yeah, suppose you're in, you know, for a an offense that is not violent. And, you know, sometimes they house prisoners in jails for an extended period of time because the state prisons are full. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the answers might be, and again, I'm not a prison expert, but to let some nonviolent criminals out and reduce the prison population. But don't let murderers and, right. you know, rapists out. Christopher, thank you. Out, they just do the same thing. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, uh, Chris, listen, will, will you go ahead and tell your buddies about this show, even those, you know, who might be in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we would love to hear from anybody. I'm sorry. Can I make a statement real fast? You, don't you mind? sure can. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know that this COVID started, like, back in December, and people are upset about different things, but the, uh, the Native Americans are the ones that were... You know, had it worse than anybody, you know, with the lights, blankets and all that. So I don't see what they're crying about, you know, because they don't have it like they had it. So, yeah. you know. All right, Chris. Well, we got to go. But and, thank you and very thank you much. for calling. And uh, you have a good time down there on the East Coast. All right. Take care. Our telephone number, and we have two of them, 919-860-9783, generally for Central North Carolina. Uh, the local yokel from from noon until one. <laughs> no, you don't have to be a yokel to listen Yokel's to the show. Not a bad term. It's not, not a discriminatory term. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Unless you're a yokel <laughs> from noon until one on Saturday. But here's the thing: any other time, call this number nine one nine seven four five seven four two two nine one nine seven four five seven four. Two, two. We're going to talk about heart failure on the rise. Why yeah. is that? Well, it's especially bad among African-American men and women. And it, it, a new study came out showing it's uh, a, a med- medical crisis because we have had the heart attack rate drop 80%. And mm-hmm. that's because of statins, uh, stents, uh, aspirin, uh, Plavix, medicines that have really helped. But it's also... Because of access to health care, getting your blood pressure under control, yeah. getting pre-diabetes treated so it doesn't become diabetes. Now, here's the problem. In the inner cities and among uh, African-American men and women, access to health care is not great. It's not as good as it should be. And, you know, they talk about systemic racism. I believe this is one of the reasons is that we haven't decided to really focus on getting primary care into the places where it's needed, um, and we have to do that. And so how do you prevent heart failure? You don't prevent heart failure six months before it develops. You prevent heart failure six years, 16 years yeah. before it develops by getting blood pressures under control, getting on the right medicines, getting obesity addressed with right. the no-no diet, no right. uh, white flour, no sugar, no white potatoes, no white rice getting the prediabetes, therefore, treated. Mm-hmm. And so this has to be a national effort. This has to be something that the American Medical Association, um, the American Heart Association get together and come up with a plan. And the plan is expanding access to primary care, 
to the people who need it. Right. Young African-American men and women, middle-aged African-American men and women who then have heart failure. Now, what is heart failure? Heart failure is when your heart is not strong enough to pump anymore. It's been worn out by your hypertension. It's been, it's been poisoned by the elevated sugars. And therefore, it can't pump as strong. And therefore, mm-hmm. you get short of breath. Your lungs fill up with fluid because the heart can't pump that blood out of your lungs effectively. And so that needs to be treated as well with diuretics, with medicines to lower blood pressure and increase cardiac output, and with the right tools and procedures to correct, say, a blocked artery that's not letting enough blood get to the heart. We need to do this, and we need to do it now. We need to figure out a way to change the way that a lot of people eat. It's terrible. Now, Like me. I I have to admit. I had a hot dog last night. You did? Yeah, I loved it. Well, I... I don't begrudge you your hot dog. You don't have heart disease. Right. And but my doctor says right. no heavy salt stuff. Right. Because he's what? Concerned about my blood pressure. Right. So if you eat a lot of salt and you have high blood pressure, you shouldn't have high blood pressure if your salt regulation is right. What mm-hmm. does that mean? It means yeah. that if you eat excess salt, your kidneys will sense that and mm-hmm. put the sodium into your urine and pee it out your body. Mm-hmm. When you have high blood pressure, there's a mechanism that's messed up. You're holding on to too much salt. That's why one of the best drugs for blood pressure is a low-dose diuretic hydrochlorothiazide because it makes the kidney get rid of that extra salt. So you got to cut back on salt. And it's not the shaker, okay? You no, can it's, not shake as much as you want. It's what's in the food. So pickles made yeah. with salt. Yeah. Bacon made with salt. Uh-huh. Hot dogs. Chorizo. Sodium nitrate. Chorizo. Yeah. The best sausage ever. Really? I give the Mexican folks, the people who invented What's chorizo, chorizo. Oh, I saw that. It was the CH, right? Yeah. Chorizo. I saw that on a movie. Um, what was that movie? It was just great. It was Robert De Niro, and they're going nuts about eggs and chorizo. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce you, it? I always said chorizo, but, okay. but you know, I'm... What's good is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low doses. Low doses, okay. And let me tell you another thing. Yeah. Chicken bacon is bacon. Chicken bacon. You mean bacon made with chicken? Yeah, there's your turkey bacon. Sure. Chicken bacon. So people tell me, I'm eating, are you eating bacon? Says no. <laughs> and they say, I'm eating chicken bacon. Because they think that if it's not pork and chicken, it's good. No, it's the bacon part. It's cured <laughs> with salt. And sea salt, guess what that is? It's salt. It's salt. Yeah. So, you know. You got to get the information, and we'll give you the information on this show. Pickles, bacon, cured meat, canned soups and vegetables are made with salt. Terrible stuff. And V8. Okay, now V8 juice, tomato juice. The reason why it tastes so good is it's salty. Have you ever had low-sodium V8? Yes. Thought I was going to die. It was not good. Oh, God, it was awful. I had to get a salt shaker out and shake salt into it. I've done that. But I've also put salt into the regular Sodium level, right? Tomato juice. And you gotta. Oh, it's good stuff. Really? Yeah. You put salt in that? I don't now. Gosh. I mean, I've got several stents in my near my heart, and I've got high blood pressure pills, and I go to bed, and it's like a whole handful of pills I got to take. Listen, on this show, we're going to introduce that no no diet to everybody else, so that we can understand between us, because we're adding listeners all the time. Yeah. How much weight did you lose on the no-no diet? I lost a quick uh, 65. And how are your sugars? My sugars are good. See? Yeah. Now, you're still sweet. I think you're a sweet guy. 
I okay. thank you. But, but your I, blood's not sweet. No, my blood's not sweet. No, no, no. I I, I managed managed that. And I got on other medicines, and I, you know, I feel much better about myself. But we're going to talk about the no-no diet, partly because sometimes when people hear a new show on this station, they say, what's what do you he, mean? Yeah, what's he selling? What's he selling? Guess what? You don't have a book. You don't have steak knives. You don't have a... Um, I have steak knives. You did, no, but you're I not got selling them. I from them. the bank when I opened my account. But you are not selling anything. But you've got a specific diet to this program, and we're going to talk about it today. We're also going to talk about vaccination. Are we going to get to the point where mandatory vaccination is, uh, in fact, an American uh, thing? Is honey good for you? And three different... Three different things that might help you with COVID. That's coming up on Heart Health Radio. Get better, stay healthy, spot medical misinformation by listening to Heart Health Radio every single week on this station. And the shame this week is a TMZ headline writer. Yes who presented a story in a way which is not correct. Well, it's not just cor- not just correct. It's dangerous, first of all. And and second of all, it's it's so politically oriented mm-hmm. as to make the whole issue um into a social fight instead of a medical emergency. And what's that what's that medical emergency? I can guarantee you right now, if 3,500 people a year died and it was preventable, you would be up in arms. Yes. So what we have is a public health crisis. The number one cause of death from young African-American men is murder. And it's by other young African-American men. Now, we are not being racist here. We are not claiming the Black Lives Matter movement isn't important. It is important. But when you look at the statistics, it has to be taken into account that something needs to be done on a national basis. We've got thousands of people dying from viruses. Mm -hmm. A national program is underway to try to get that under control. Mm -hmm. So here's a TMZ headline. Black man shot walking away from cops. That's the headline. Outrageous. That shouldn't happen. Right. That's murder. Right. And, and what can that do? That could cause riots. That could cause all sorts of horrible things. Now, mm. what's the truth to this story? Okay. And see, the problem is you read the first paragraph that says he's walking away and got shot by 11 cops. He was tailed or, or um, uh, followed for 11 blocks. Yeah. And then the bottom line of the headline is the cops are on administrative leave. Okay. I mean, well, the bottom well, paragraph. They always are. So you read the first paragraph. Right. What's in the middle paragraphs? Well, there was a man who clearly was not well, either drug-induced or maybe mental problems. He was at an intersection waving a knife, screaming. So the cops came, and they peacefully followed him, hoping they could tell him, drop the knife, drop mm-hmm. the knife, for mm-hmm. 11 blocks. He didn't do it. He gets to a gas station convenience store, and they say, drop the knife, drop the knife. He's walking toward the door to get into the convenience store where there are innocent people. Right. They tased him, and he kept walking. They said, drop the knife, don't go in the store, or we'll shoot. He goes to open the door carrying his knife, and they killed him. Now, what could you do? 
I don't know. I'm not an expert in this. But what kills me in terms of what TMZ did is completely twist around the story to make it look like this is another murder of an innocent African-American man by cops. Eleven of them. Can you imagine? Eleven. They followed him. Yeah. They shot him as he was walking away. This has to stop because not only does it completely um, uh, make the problem of, of death by violence into the wrong idea that all black men are killed by cops innocently. Mm-hmm. There were nine. That's the worst thing that can happen is murder of an unarmed black man mm-hmm. like you know George in, in George Minnesota. Floyd, yeah. Murdered by a cop, no doubt. Nine of them. They, those cops have to be getting gotten rid of, mm-hmm. and we have to solve that problem. But here's another headline: Proceedings in the National Academy of Sciences, saying that murder by police or no, being shot by police is a is a public health crisis for black men. Okay. So they mention that there are some black men murdered by white men, a thousand one hundred per year. They don't say that 1,900 or 1,091 were killed in the act of committing a violent crime. So what would he need to do? We need a national commission. Let's get, let's get um, uh, Jesse Jackson mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Let's get some prominent uh, – Reverend Al. Let's get some social scientists, some medical people, and let's get working nationally to solve this problem. Because 3,500 young men plus another 1,000 are being shot and killed or stabbed in the prime of their lives. Mm -hmm. And this has got to be preventable somehow. There was another headline writer talking about the Sturgis rally. Yep. This is just a bunch of guys on motorcycles. They get together every year. And the headline made it look like it's terrible because of the COVID-19. So, yeah. So a, a person tested positive uh-huh. on the way home from the rally. Sure. And then another person tested positive. So let's look at the statistics. So far, that's two out of 500,000. I think I'm going to Sturgis. <laughs> because safe. that means that's protective, right? It's the I safest mean, around place. here, it's one in 100. And Sturgis, it's two out of 500,000. So again... Why is that headline done, political purposes? Because the, the left-wingers want us to still shut down. They want us to stay in our homes. Mm-hmm. And sure, not everybody in Sturgis, they had bandanas over their mouths, yeah. a lot of them. Right. But, you know, the point is we can beat this. Taiwan beat this. How uh-huh. do they beat it? Masks, social distancing, hand-washing, and the entire society buying into it. Okay. Right. The right wingers, I, I I fault President Trump for not, you know, talking about how important masks are. I fault Fauci for lying about it in the beginning. Yeah. Because he didn't want all the masks to be sopped up by the normal people and taken away from the healthcare workers. Right. Masks can work. Look at Taiwan. As soon as it happened, they tested, they isolated, everybody put on a mask, everybody hand washed. Now what's the problem here is our young people can't stop. Going to parties. UConn students party during coronavirus and get kicked out of the dorm. I think they should be expelled. I mean, they got, you see young people's brains. Yeah. The MRIs have proven that. Yeah. They don't have 
the connections for personal responsibility. They drive drunk. They, you know, they smoke dope and go crazy and they take off their clothes and jump in the fountains because they're kids. And yeah. it doesn't happen until you're about 25 that you get, you know, the, the concept that you're not infallible and you're not going to die. You're not, you're not going to live forever. Yeah. And so what happened? UNC opened up. Everybody's doing well. There's a party. Come on. Yeah. And what happens? They got to close down. So I, I blame the left wing and the right wing on this. Okay. okay? The far right wingers say we don't need masks. We don't need social distancing. They're wrong. The left wingers don't want kids to go to school. They want us to be shut down. They want the economy to fail. And so they're going to publicize this as we should shut down the schools. We can do this. Just just listen. Obey the rules. So once again, every week I'm going to ask you, mask or no mask? Mask. Mask. Wear the mask. School or no school? School. College or no college? College. Yeah. But what they do is you get these kids together when they go to college and say, okay, you're here to learn. You're going to wear your mask and wash your hands, use social, or you're going to be permanently expelled. <laughs> I'm just telling you. What are you laughing if, at me if for? If there is, I I think of this as the 22 year old Dave Alexander. Okay. Oh, you don't want to know the 22 year old we fall. If there is an attractive young woman, wait, but you're married more than six feet away. I'm thinking when I was 22. You were married when you were 22. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. If I had the choice between socially distancing and or meeting the girl. I'm going to go ahead and oh, break yeah. the bubble. Well, especially if some other guy's right next to her. Exactly. My, you know, this is the rooster talking. My, my attitude is, hi there. My name's Dave. You are important enough to break the bubble. Damn glad you to re- meet you. <laughs> Very good to meet you. All and right. I've got a Corvette Stingray sitting outside. We're going to take a ride. If you want to comment on any of this, join in or ask a health question, please, 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. We're going to talk about mandatory vaccination coming up on Heart Health Radio on the Heart Health Radio Network. Now back to Heart Health. Have a question for Dr. Weefall? Call 919-860-9783. You can listen to Heart Health Radio on Apple Podcasts or at hearthealthradio.com. The telephone number here is 919-860-9783 if it is about 1235. If, on the other hand, you're listening at a different time of day, here's the anytime number, 919 919- Seven four five seven four two two. Joining us is Rose Hoban from North Carolina Health dot org. How you doing, Rose? Good, Dave. How are you? You know something? It's been an interesting week. Yes. <laughs> uh, we started college, then we stopped college. We we send you know the people go to school and then and schools out draw back and you know <laughs> the bell rings and, and y'all go yeah, home yeah and then all of the parents the, 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 their vans came dropped off all the stuff to the dorm rooms and then the vans came back and picked up all the stuff from the dorm rooms what do you think is going to be the upshot of this for this entire semester are we are we done for the semester Golly, I don't know. Yeah, I, I you know I, I far be it for me to predict what they're going to do i will say this uh, the Newsman Observer had a 
has a, a, a table on one of their stories with all of the cases at all of the schools yes. um, around the state. More than a thousand cases, like just in the first two weeks. Well, you remember and, Liberty you know, some University of the schools was... report daily, some report weekly, some report intermittently. So that's probably you know some percentage of all the cases of college students who have acquired COVID. Well, Rose, um, do you remember remember Liberty University last semester in in the spring? Remember the New York Times? What happened there? Well, New York Times showed up because Liberty did not close. Liberty right. did right. not close, and the New York Times showed up, got caught for trespassing, and made this horrible article about how crazy these Christians were for going to school. And they kept open. They social distanced. They may not have worn masks, but Rose, do you know how many students got COVID at Liberty University? I don't. Zero. So what I'm trying to say, zero, the whole semester. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is we can do it, but there's a difference between Liberty University and UNC. And I'm not talking about Christianity. I'm talking about if you know play the game, if you know do the rules, right. you know play the game. And right. they would be well, expelled. And the other thing, they, they have strict rules there, and they followed the rules. If you look at Taiwan. Why did they control it with seven deaths out of 33 million people? Because if those kids didn't obey the rules, they got beat. I'm mm. serious. That's the Confucian culture. So what happens at UNC? Well, I will, we'll say this, though. So in the spring, COVID was less widespread in the community. It was still very concentrated. Well, and remember, now, Rose, remember the, the, the um, antibody test. You know what they're showing? No. 40%. In New York, 40% of people in Brooklyn have antibodies. Okay, so I think that it was spreading. What's happened now is that we're going back to a concentrated area with people who don't follow the rules. And I, I don't know what to do about this. It's just terrible. I do, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Now, All right. Yeah. My, my daughter goes to uh, Cardinal Gibbons. Yeah. And they're in there three days a week, and they're doing remote education two days a week yeah everybody's wearing a mask nobody is breaking the social distancing there are no parties because my daughter used to go to parties and she there's no parties anymore right it can be done we just have to have a situation where they obey the rules now that's a catholic school and it's a private school and guess what they will do to people who break the rules they will will expel them yes okay Mm -hmm. so i don't know what do you think rose i mean can we go to school or no uh, uh, well, again, the kids from the Daily Tar Heel in their profanely titled um, uh, editorial, one of the things they talked about was essentially what you're saying is that the uh, administration should have done more to disincentivize the the parties and the gatherings, which many of which happened off campus. So, and then, you know, then there's this whole question also about like, what the Chapel Hill police, you know, do. Like, do they show up and they say, hey, kids, break it up, and the kids go, yeah, okay, and then as soon as the police leave, they just go back to doing what they're doing. Do they find them? Do they get give them tickets? Do they haul them off to jail? Like, you know, so what's a what's an appropriate disincentive, a disincentive mm-hmm. to not having these types of gatherings? You know, high school is one thing, because kids are living home, but, like, when you send you know, a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. Because, you know, last week was rush. 
Yeah. So they were still having rush parties. I understand. Rose, thank you Thanks, very much. Rose. We'll see you next week. I want, people, okay. I want people to go to NorthCarolinaHealthNews.org. NorthCarolinaHealthNews.org. There's also an article about farmers and food handlers getting COVID. It's bad. That's scary. It's bad. All right, let's talk about this whole um, honey situation. Can we talk about that? Honey, I'm home. All right, so there's a new study out saying honey is better than medicines for cold. Okay. And you know, this is part of the thing where it's true in a sense because it does make you feel better. Honey is a goo, and uh, it goes down your throat. Yeah. And the goo helps to you know make it you know coated so it doesn't hurt as much. And then you get a sugar high because honey, this is like the no-no diet. You know yeah. everything else. Sugar is sugar. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that apple juice has more sugar than Coca-Cola? Did you didn't know, know that, did you? No. So natural doesn't necessarily mean good. Strychnine is natural, for God's sake. <laughs> Getting struck by lightning is That's a natural That's very natural, phenomenon. yes, yes. So, yes. Now, why is honey better than drugs for cold? Because most colds are viruses, and we don't have antiviral mm-hmm. medications like antibiotics. So if you go to the doctor and you've got the sniffles and you're blowing clear snot, you don't need an antibiotic. If you're blowing green, brown, yucky-looking snot. Mauve? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mauve. Uh, for those of you out there who don't know, it's a fancy color, mauve. Anyway, <laughs> then you need an antibiotic because you have a sinus infection. So that's, okay. But I don't want people to think this whole business of natural is better than medicine. Now, there is a cure for the common cold. Yeah. I mean, people don't know this. And it's also being used now in COVID. It's called interferon. Why is it called interferon? It's a natural protein in our bodies that interferes mm-hmm. with viral infection, all types of viral infection. So way back in the 70s when they did interferon, they put a little bit of nasal spray with a guy who had a common cold from rotavirus or coronavirus, not the coronavirus, sprayed it up their nose, the cold went away. Yeah. Problem is, yeah, $5,000 a dose. <laughs> so until they find a way to make it. So please, yes. You can have some honey, honey yeah. and tea, yeah. but don't think that's better than the medicines that your doctor may prescribe to you for your upper respiratory infection. And for an upper respiratory infection, antibiotics are not it, but there are, what, medicines that can relieve my yeah, so suffering? Yeah, you know, Mucinex, it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a chemical. What that does is loosen the mucus so you can cough it up. Okay. Okay. For some people who don't have high blood pressure, Sudafed. I mean, what does it do? It constricts the tiny arteries in your nose so that the nose shrinks. I mean, the inner. <laughs> not, yeah. It's not a cure. That for would be nice. A big nose. It's I not like a that. nose job. Yeah. I'm talking about the inner lining of the nose. It yeah. gets swollen and blocks you up. Yep. And makes the mucus not run out. So Sudafed can be good for people who don't have high blood pressure. You don't want to take Sudafed or any. D, like Claritin, D. The D is a decongestant. It'll hurt your blood pressure if you have high blood pressure. So anyway, bottom line is honey's good. But this is another example of someone trying to say that natural is better than chemical. I'm hearing a lot about vitamin D and COVID. I don't know. Chicken or the egg problem. People with low vitamin D have been shown 
to be higher, high, more highly represented in the serious COVID cases mm-hmm. than those with a normal vitamin D level. Now, this is another example of should you take vitamin D, therefore? Right. That's, it's unknown. I mean, they haven't proven that people who have a low vitamin D who took vitamin D and got their levels high, mm-hmm. therefore became resistant to COVID. So if you think that taking vitamin D will prevent you from getting COVID, you might be right, but I don't know. I talked to someone from the Federal Trade Commission. Yes, I know. I'm a geek on these things. They in the guy fella told me in the last 30 years he has not seen so much fakery. Oh yeah. around vitamins or health or Absolutely. supplements. You know why? Because it's of COVID. Business. It's a big business. Oh, yeah. So if somebody tells you that they can offer you a natural cure or preventative for COVID-19, your answer is what? My answer is no. But the average person out there who's been indoctrinated to believe that vitamins and Chunghua protein from you know outer Slabovia mm-hmm. is natural and therefore better than a chemical. Yeah. And that's the problem. I'm trying to tell you out there. Chemicals for illnesses and chronic conditions are good for you. Okay. Because you got sick naturally. You say chemicals. These are medicines. Like, I'm a medicine, right? Yeah. I'm so, on but five the whole different point medicines. I'm trying to make is, yeah, medicines are chemicals. Yeah. Without chemicals, people are going to die. Why did we get the heart attack rate down 80% since I started this business 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Chemical. A chemical okay. called a statin. Now, sure, there are side effects, but if you tell somebody, my sister-in-law's brother's friend ruined their muscles and was paralyzed from taking a statin, yeah. okay, then you're not going to take it. Yeah. And what you need to know is the truth. One in a thousand, have a problem with the medication. You have a good doctor. He or she will monitor you and stop the chemical before it hurts you. But All it's right. rare. Sounds good. We're going to shout out a couple of people including some people who are volunteering and some people who haven't even volunteered. I'm going to give you an opportunity to volunteer for something. That's coming up in just a moment. We are heard on some high-quality radio stations, including in Charlotte, Greensboro, and and Richmond on the Truth Network, and some sketchy ones, i got to admit, including Polka 98.3. They're just running the show. 24 hours a day because they their turntables are yeah polka 98.3 it's in <laughs> it's in new jersey it's a good they're a good guy they're good guys but yeah 24 7 until they're t- yeah well until their turntable gets fixed yes right. and also of course our flagship station news radio 680 wptf on 98.5 and am 680 our number is 919-860-9783 jump in on the last segment on Heart Health Radio. Well, you know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout. Come on now. You're listening to Heart Health Radio. I'm Dave Alexander. He is Dr. Franklin Weefold. And we want to shout out anybody who's going to volunteer for this. This is a good thing. UNC and Duke are seeking volunteers, particularly people of color for COVID-19 vaccine trials. Absolutely. Sign up. It's a, a, is it call, a... Call, you know, look in the, Google, Duke, Google UNC, healthcare systems. 
yeah. call. The d- operators will direct you to the people organizing this, and let's do it. Vaccines. Are we going to get one this year yes. for COVID? We are. Yes. Do you think that it should be mandatory? Okay. In terms of the federal government or state government saying you have to take this or else, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, I think that what we need is public education. Um, we are a free country. Um, you do not have the right to make somebody sick, but we also don't have the right to put something in your body without your consent. Mm-hmm. And so I am a small business person. I have a practice. I own it. I'm, with a la- I'm probably the only cardiologist in the state of North Carolina who's not owned by a hospital. Really? And I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. I'm free and loving it. But anyway, I'm going to... I, I have a rule with my employees. If you don't take the flu shot, you don't work for me. Yeah. If you don't have your MMR, if you don't have everything shot up into you, you don't work for me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with hospitals. We have that right. We can hire whomever we want. And I suspect there are going to be companies who do the same thing. That's okay because you can quit that job and go get another job at a place that doesn't require you to have it. Right. Get the vaccine. Don't, please. Anti-vaxxers, I love you as a person, as a human being, mm-hmm. but you are W-R-O-N-G, wrong really? about vaccines. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why we have a longer lifespan, why you're not seeing polio. I, we had a caller once who told me the reason why polio went away was not the vaccine, yeah. but it was kind of DDT. <laughs> because if you don't know, DDT kills mosquitoes, not polio. Yes. Right. No, you're absolutely right. All right. I've got three things listed here that may or may not turn out to be solutions or partial solutions to our problem with COVID. Monoclonal antibodies, which are what? Okay. So, you know, they're talking about plasma from the people who've recovered. Okay. They're antibodies and they're little Y-shaped proteins that tag the virus at a certain point, call the immune cells in and kill it. Mm -hmm. Well, you can make a pure one. And we've been doing this for a while. I take a monoclonal antibody for my cholesterol called Repatha. And so these were developed by the guy I worked with at Princeton, a guy named Nick Cowan. You can actually manufacture these. It's a complex process, but you can make some cells to produce an antibody in billions and billions of copies and of against the coronavirus. And then make it, put it in a pen. And like insulin, you just stick it in your body and inject it. Yeah. And so these are being tested now. And one of the things that, that they're going to try to do is this is like, pre, it's like getting rid of the vaccine stuff. Yeah. You take this thing, you inject it in your body, and boom, you've already got the antibodies against COVID. I think it's a great idea, and I think they should do this for flu. I think they should do this for every pandemic viral illness because it gives it skips the antibody, it skips the vaccine step. It gets you right there. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't get the vaccine, mm-hmm. but the vaccine might take two to three weeks to get better and I mean, to get in your system to cause the immune response. Yeah. So I think it's a great idea. The flu vaccine, will it have any effect on COVID? Now, they haven't proven it. They haven't proven it. But here's the reason why I think it might be a good idea is one of the things that vaccines do is when they get injected in your body, there's something called an adjuvant. And that is a nonspecific 
inducer of immune response. And there are not just antibodies in your immune response. There are things called nonspecific killer T cells. Now, what is that? That sounds terrible. The murderer T cell. They kill any invader. Okay? Yes. And so the initial – and there may be a reason why people don't get – remember you have friends – I never get sick. Mm-hmm. They may have natural T cell killers that are so powerful they kill anything. So imagine you get the flu vaccine and it induces your killer T cells to go on the rampage. Yes. And so you, you might be protected from COVID. Same thing with an old vaccine in Europe. They used to vaccinate everybody for tuberculosis with something called BCG. Now, I don't remember what it called. Boy, Charlie, go. BCG. Okay. All right. It is one of the strongest inducers of nonspecific killer T cells. They kill anything. And there are some non-randomized you know, studies that suggest that people have become less susceptible to COVID who got the BCG. Can I right away and get this? Can I get this from Amazon? You can get it from your doctor. I can? Yeah, you call it. It doesn't hurt you. Right. Okay. So you can go to your doctor and say, I want BCG. And if he or she agrees, which I don't know why they wouldn't, they can order it for you and give it to you. It's a prescription. Hazel called during the break, didn't want to be on the radio. That's okay. We understand. Neither did I today. But here's the thing. (laughs) She had AFib. And then, I don't think as a result of the AFib, but later had a transfusion. She had a transfusion of blood, and now her symptoms include itching and swelling near the eye. Uh Could be a transfusion reaction. Really? Delayed transfusion reaction. Um, Swelling around the eyes and what we, the technical medical term is puritis. Okay, itching. Yeah. And that is generally due to a reaction that is an allergy, and the allergy causes certain cells to produce histamine, and that can cause swelling around the eyes. Mm-hmm. It can cause itching. So you need to see your doctor right away. In fact, I would call today. If you're itching around the eyes and you have recently had a blood transfusion, you could be having a delayed reaction. This is like an allergy thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really? And in, in certain cases, people will – have blood centers, you know, we call anticoagulants. Uh-huh. And yeah. so that's a little different. If you're, ha- if you're taking an anticoagulant and it's new and you're not taking any other medicine, there are rare allergic reactions to those medicines as well. So if you have itching and swelling around the eyes and especially a sense that your throat is closing mm-hmm. or wheezing, that's a medical emergency. Get it checked. I want you to describe in the last couple of minutes here the no-no diet. Okay. And why does it work? Well, here's – I came up with this concept. Uh, people say, well, I don't know what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat, you know. And so they get this dietary recommendation from a nutritionist or a dietitian. Stay away from simple carbohydrates. Yeah. Stay away from simple sugars. Stay away from, you know, starch. And they go, well, what is that? Right. So I said, let's get the common foods that people eat. That are made out of white yep. flour. What is white? White flour is processed flour. It is basically chemically sugars linked together, All and, right. and it becomes a starch. And then when you get it in your in your system, the bacteria break it down into a single sugar. You don't get fat from eating fat. You get fat from eating com- simple carbohydrates and sugar and the inside of a white potato. 
and white rice because those are broken down into a simple sugar. Fat right. is storage for when there's no nothing to eat. I have three things on my list. I say no, no. Yeah. I have bread, potato, and white rice. And here's the specifics. Yeah. Biscuits. Mm, they're good. They're oh, bad yeah, They're for good, you. yeah. White bread. Uh-huh. If you want to eat bread, it has to be the stuff with the little itty bits in it, whole grains. Yeah. Okay. That will not be broken down into sugar. Um, French fries. <sighs> okay? Baked potato. Now, you probably offset a little bit if you eat the skin. Okay? Yeah. Um, snack crackers. Oh, yeah. Cheez-Its. They're not cheese. They're white flour, dyed orange, yeah, and flavored yeah. <laughs> to be cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The saltines, they're also bad because they got salt on them if you have high blood pressure. Yeah. If you don't have high blood pressure, you can have a saltine once in a while, even though it's got those little specks of salt on it. Yeah. White rice, I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I'm Chinese, half Chinese. I eat white rice all the time. You should be eating whole grain rice because the husk... <laughs> Okay? And if you boil it long enough, it's oh, soft please. enough. Okay? Oh, so, pizza. Now, they say, why pizza. do you eat pizza? The, the crust. The crust. The crust. All right. That's on my list. This has been Heart Health Radio. Tune in next week, an hour ago, and you will hear this show or a brand new version of it on the radio. Thanks. Heart Health Radio is for information purposes only. Before taking any action, consult your doctor.